0: The Lowney and the Stoogie Show. It's the J Mark, the Lowney and the Stooky Show. It's the J Mark, the Lowney and, and the Stooky Show. It's the greatest day So we're on to the fourteenth show. It's February twenty (laughs) twenty three. And we're back again with our top threes from the playlists.
1: How are you gents doing? Yeah, fine, thanks, J Mac.
0: All right, yeah. Sounding in a lot better form than the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, how are the resolutions going my vinyl one hasn't gone very well um i bought frank one for his arrival so uh anna b savage
1: yeah, anna b savage she's all about orgasms and stuff isn't she and her sexual adventures so you bought that for your newborn son <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah i've done it for Marade. i bought for the one i love when she was born right when frank was born um i bought him an album that was released that week as well and that was anna b savage right okay cool sure. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's my resolution out the window, but um I think it was for a worthy cause. Um how about yourselves? I don't do resolutions, so uh yeah, that's an easy one. So what did you think of the playlist then for February? I thought
1: it was a bit uh a bit thin, but once we'd whittled it down to our top 3s, uh actually I was very very happy with the ones we picked. So um Cool. Yeah, there you go.
2: Do you know what I I did the top 3s and then I'm still undecided of about five or six possible sleeves Mm, okay wasn't anything went wow from the start right that's going to be on
0: definitely yeah
2: apart from maybe one actually which i'll point out when it comes
0: up (laughs) fantastic okay um lanny i've got to give you a shout out as well thank you very much for my pink floyd mug, mate (laughs) As the anniversary present and uh stookie what did you get as so your anniversary present? Uh,
1: I got the the Aladdin Sane mug, which Ooh. which is black, and it turns white and reveals uh, David Bowie's, well, Aladdin Sane's uh, mug. Ah.
0: But yeah, so tougher than normal then on the old playlist, but uh, Stooky, you are up first this month. Okay. And I see this is a familiar name, Sweet Williams. Right, well, let's have a listen to it as the opener one for February twenty three. And have a chat about it after. Here we go. This is Sweet Williams with Glass State. up with a bit of a slow burner there, Stooky, tonight, but um, it's a nice tune. Still no info on the old bio?
1: No. I've just been reading about him, though. Uh, He's ex-Charlotte Field, Brighton-based band, ex-Charlotte Field vocalist and guitarist Thomas House, and they got together and recorded stuff as Sweet Williams during COVID while other projects were on hold. That's pretty much all I've got.
0: That's good enough for us. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I was about to ask if he was American. No, obviously not. <laughs> no, it's
1: it's difficult to tell, isn't it? It's um one of those kind of. He could easily be American, but it doesn't sound like particularly American accents. Just the style is.
2: Yeah, it's the style of music as much of a. Yeah, it? it's
1: laid back, stoner almost. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but for me, I first of all, I just love the sound of that guitar. Nineties, yeah. I'm sure, and some great, really quite unusual chords, discordant almost, and uh, it's just so sparse, isn't it? yes yes yeah
2: yeah
1: and you know what i'm gonna say it sounds great with through <laughs> the camps really
2: oh we've not had that for a while so what do you two make of that i really
0: like it but obviously i stuck it on yeah it was quite slow for me i was in a fast month this month i was like oh i want a fast tune mm. um so it was it didn't make my long short list but i definitely like it
2: it's one of them where it's so slow it becomes great again though you know <laughs>
1: yeah 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 absolutely
0: It's so chill. It's like a lazy boy. Yeah. Yeah right yo so the next one then is you loney your number two with your number three uh mr bison from the abyss so who who put this on Steve this was
2: one of steves so it's probably got two listeners or something
0: <laughs> nice bit prog
2: and this didn't grab me at all on first listen. i was thinking what the fuck is this okay you know like cod
0: prog cod prog but it really grew on me really grew on me fantastic here we go mr bison from the abyss It's Mr. Boyson there with the uh, from the abyss, Um Italian Tuscany. Yeah, mm, yeah. Amazing. But I really enjoyed that. I was a bit skeptical at the start
1: with the dual tower. Do you know what? That sounded to me so much like early uh, Iron Maiden.
2: I was going to say the riff's Iron yeah. Maiden no all over, isn't it? Yeah, it do develop a bit later on,
1: but that first uh, yeah. first thirty seconds, I'm like, I'm taken right back to Killers or something. <laughs> you know.
2: It is on the very metal side of you know, Psych or Prog or whatever, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Do you agree with their for fans of motorcycle, uh, elder Pink Floyd? No, no surprises there that you like that, then. Well, Crimson Nectar, Captain King Beyond.
1: Crimson. I mean, I've tried a few times to, to listen to King Crimson, I just cannot get into it or get it. Yeah, actually, there's one track that I heard is Death by Numbers, which is which was pretty good. But there's uh, an album,
2: isn't that Everyone runs and raves about
1: Brain Salad.
2: Well, actually, no, that's another one. I was thinking in the court, of The Crimson King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I love Robert Fripp for what he's
1: done with other bands yeah. but Bowie uh, not least but yeah. I don't I don't just just don't get it. <laughs> he's a he's a likeable guy, a strange guy but um just didn't give that kind of rock and roll vibe at all. I don't know how he made it through the 70s. <laughs> and, and yet he was the, he was one of the go-to guys, wasn't he? Absolutely. Hugely influential. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well he was um apparently tried to see the Bowie estate, didn't he? Really? Yeah, because he didn't get any royalty for heroes or oh any of scary monsters. Wow! And yet, arguably, he makes both. You know, just wouldn't be the same without without him. it. Heroes would be just
1: forgettable, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. So yeah.
2: presumably, he just got paid as a session musician. I don't know if it's quite that bad, but I suppose royalties is, you know getting stuff every time it's played on the radio and yeah yeah, yeah writing yeah. credits and stuff
1: yeah but do you think people should be able to claim those things retrospectively right you hired as a as a studio musician you do your bit you play on a record and you walk away then years later perhaps decades later when that track has taken on a life of its own and been played zillions of times around the world, it sort of becomes apparent to you that actually your bit is quite critical in making it what it is.
0: Yeah. I think, no, I think at the time of recording, you make that choice or that deal, don't you? You say, I'm going to be in this for the long run. I think it's a good tune. If you believe in your music and you believe your contribution, if you're claiming retrospectively, you obviously didn't think it's that good to begin with. So do you deserve Well, no,
1: no, no, that's not how it works. You have to accept a contract or or Mm. not without knowing what the track is and how inspired and creative you're going to be, and what kind of input you're going to have. I think it depends
2: whether you turn up and just play what you're told to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. What like David Gilmour did?
2: Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or whether you actually, you know, I think arguably in Robert Fripp's case on Heroes and on Scary Monsters, the album, you know, he's clearly writing part of what makes the song. You know, Bowie might argue against that, but <laughs> if that had been
1: anybody else, any other artist and producer. He wouldn't have been given the freedom to do that or been inspired. It was Eno that decided to call him and bring him over and persuaded him even.
2: I can't remember who it was. They wanted someone else, didn't they? And he wasn't available, so they got Robert Fripp.
1: Yeah, and, you know, them being them, you can imagine them bringing out the best of him. The amazing thing is, most Bowie fans, including myself, didn't rate that song at all until probably the last 10, 20 years.
2: Yes.
0: Until Oasis covered it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's the first time i heard it
1: <laughs> that's when i realized just how good bowie was <laughs>
2: it's not one of my favorite albums to be honest no you know i prefer low and yeah, station yeah. To station yeah and scary monster Mm. There we go, we've gone off on
0: a bit of a we tangent have, yeah. What
2: are we talking about? Mr Bison and Prague
0: Right, so my third one then Is the Black Delta movement And i got to be honest, I love a band name That's got the black something In <laughs> Black Rebel Motorcycle Black Keys This is right of my stress And uh, Laney, you put this one on I did And this is Fourth Pass Over the Graveyard <laughs> up on our halls, the Black Delta movement, and uh, it looks like the person called Matt Burr with the rest of Little Barry. Yeah, just knows. Yeah, that.
1: it's interesting to see um, him crop up. The thing that always I thought let Little Barry down was the vocals; they were weak. So the vocals on this aren't exactly a huge improvement, but they're good enough. Yeah. So it just goes to show what Little Barry sounds like with decent vocals.
0: Speaking of royalties, do you reckon they're coining it in from Better Call Saul theme tune? I'm sure that's Little Barry. Well, it's him, isn't it? It's the guy. Yeah. Not a band. Oh, it's not them.
2: It's, it's him. It's Little Barry, the Little Barry. Is it? Really? Yeah, Better
0: Call saw. yeah. Wow. Did you not know that? No, I didn't. Oh, you'll have to play a clip of that. What did you think of that, Stooky?
1: I really, I really liked it. I mean, the groove, the riff, is just... Yeah. It's fantastic. And and the vocals just do enough to kind of warrant their place, but it's not about those. It's the groove underneath. That's, uh, that's it, man. It's drawing you in, pulling you along. Yeah, fantastic. I have this strange thing where I worry about musicians and actors who um, have dropped off the radar. <laughs> Concerned for their welfare. <laughs> in such precarious and, and often badly paid professions, if you're not kind of at the top. Then it's like, ah, oh Christ! I hope he's not driving a taxi round, you know, Cardiff or something. So it's good to see he's he's still producing the goods and he's yeah. and he's sounding great.
0: He could be producing goods, but with you know the dwindling income streams for musicians now, he may well still have to drive a taxi as well as do that.
2: As you just pointed out, though, Jay Mack, he did the theme for Metal Saul. I'm sure he'll have been well paid.
1: Oh, yeah. Unless he did as a session musician, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, only... I rest
0: my case. Next up is the number two. And Stooky, you're gone for a band that's named themselves after a year. hmm. Now you're doing it again, J Mac.
2: That's the song, not the band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Puck. Oh, puck
0: yeah. puck it out. Um, right. Index for working music. Let's have a listen. Is it fun? Index for Work and Music and uh, 1871. Mm. Still none the wiser what 1871 refers to, but uh, yeah. Um, they've just got their album come out recently.
2: I think that's come out very recently. Ah, right.
0: <laughs> okay, I missed that. Okay, Dragging the needlework for the kids at Uphol. Yeah. I wonder what it means. The uh, They're members of Toy, apparently. Toy and... Proper yeah. ornaments. Okay.
2: Or No proper ornaments, but I really liked that when I heard it.
1: Mm. What gets me about it is, is that uh, little keyboard uh, motif, which just completely makes it, it adds a hook.
0: And all yes. it is, is
1: five notes, four of them mm. are the same notes. And through the like verse about halfway through, it's just one note played repetitively on, yes. on, on the thing. That's it. And all the music shifting underneath. It's called a pedal, isn't it? When they do, that? is that
0: what it's called? The pedal, yeah, it is. You
1: love that, yeah. And the thing is, you, you can have a high pedal or a low pedal, so you can have a, yeah. a bass line that doesn't shift, all the chords are shifting, ah. uh, or you can have a top note. The top note's more unusual, but that's really unusual for it to, to suddenly do that for about two verses in the middle of a song, yeah. Um, I wonder if that is a session keyboard player that's been bored in. <laughs> <laughs> he paid about 25 quid or something, offered a couple of <laughs> pints, and he. Has completely made that track absolutely yeah. without that, it wouldn't be nearly as memorable. Have you ever been a session musician, Stuokie? No, no
0: such luck, <laughs> <laughs> Lowney. Um, your next one is, is my only one in the top threes this uh, this month. It's a tune, though, isn't it? But this is Samana and Two Wrongs, and just listen.
3: His fast food as well home. River snake Is the far away 99 Like to yeah, it's, its fast It's coming on strong It's coming on strong They into the box cup walls here I have no past I'm just traveling through this is my home it's the life that I choose as I run It's coming
0: on soon. So that was Samana with two rungs. Um, what a voice. What, what did you think of that? Absolutely
1: loved it. As I say, I was really surprised that I didn't clock that uh, first time. Um, so, yeah, the biog for these these two, I'm absolutely convinced we've read that within the last six or eight months on this show.
2: Uh, There's never been none here, I'm sure. Uh, it's,
1: it, it seems pretty fresh in my memory it's possible I read it on my own but I don't generally read biogs on my own and, unless they've just got it off chat GPT
2: write me a bias so anyway but it's yeah. such a great builder that I mean obviously oh, yeah, yeah. we won't get all of it yeah. um, I love
0: the ending the ending yes,
2: it's amazing and
0: it's better than the stunt. let's just play the ending then Radiohead there. I know,
1: that reminds me so much. I'm trying to think where the <laughs> track is off, um, yeah. is it Amnesiac?
0: Yeah,
2: it's a song off Amnesiac or Kid
1: I think it's Pyramid's song, isn't it? Oh,
2: is it? No, it could
1: I think so. Yeah, it's Pyramid's
2: song. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Are you impressed that I picked up on that? I, I
1: am surprised because I-, I clocked it myself, but I didn't expect you to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But there you go, you see. It's a bit like the um bit like the advertising campaign for the best of crowded house uh, in the nineties. <laughs> you know more radiohead than you think you do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you just can't remember any of the names of the yeah,
0: song. Yeah, you can't remember <laughs> the names, even if you're a lifelong fan. Yeah. But yeah, getting on to my um my one, my one, my nine. So Corey Hansen then, Stookie, um yeah. with House Flight. Now mm. I know you love your guitars. I love my guitars. You know a lot more about guitars than I do, but we know what a good guitar sounds oh, like. I know. This is fantastic, isn't it? This song. Wow. Yeah.
1: I know. It's massive, isn't it? The guitar and wow. this. You forget everything else, just the guitar.
2: Yeah. He's, as I think I said in the chat, he's um, somehow related to Ty Siegel.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said they were partners.
2: No, no. He plays with them as in. Oh the bands. Um I'm not quite sure which
0: one. (laughs) What what
1: did you think, J Mac?
0: I thought they were in a relationship. (laughs) Play the
1: tune. So when Lowney said uh he thought they played together or played with him, you interpreted that as you know, (laughs) two little boys playing with their
0: toys. (laughs) Right, this is Corey Hansen with Housefly. (laughs) Let that, that guitar solo spread on, then yeah. Where do you start with that? I don't know. It's just, it just sounded amazing. I was like, straight away, I'd... yeah, it's it's a fantastic riff, isn't it? There's a bit of slight going on, as, um, but yeah, it's great. It reminds me of the sound that John Squire had on the Seahorses album.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: If you listen to something like Love mm. is the Law, mm. it's quite similar, but that's big, it's really big, yeah, it's, it's really at the front of the it mix. is,
1: isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Now, is that him his singing?
2: Yeah, I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, I believe so. Because I actually thought it was a female singer, to be honest. He's got really high voice.
2: It's really almost um, like one of those country bands, country rock mm. bands from the 70s or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. say,
1: almost like a female vocal. When the vocals came on the first time, I, I sort of thought it was a bit incongruous, this massive guitar. Song. It's hard, isn't it?
2: Yeah. But it works. It does work. Definitely a tune That was on the shortlist
0: yeah good good I like it
2: I kind of knew one of you would pick it
0: (laughs) (laughs) so that is the threes and the twos done Mm. and we're up to the number one spot now and uh, Stooky you're up first with a song that um,
1: well no it's a two for one
0: is this a combination of a Bjork and Cure song
1: yeah yeah it's a mashup it's quite controversial though and i'll explain after we've listened to it but there's quite a few things i didn't realize about this song but anyway i really like it which is why it's my number one so let's have a listen
0: here we go There we go. That was Hidden Place into a Forest by Robert Smith and Bjork. Go on then. Go on, have another Uh, go at that, (laughs) J-Mac. Bjork's surname. Are you trying to say Goodman's daughter?
1: Is that as you say it? Something like that. Well done. Do you know what that means? No, I don't. No, no. It means Goodman's daughter. Ooh. So uh, I didn't know that was her surname. So I was thinking she sounds a lot like Bjork.
2: Though <laughs> <laughs> so I realized it was her, but it just hadn't occurred to me that Hidden Place was a song no. by her and someone had done the mashup.
1: There's a lot to say about this track, but here's a bit of trivia. Did you know that the Icelandic government gave her her own island back in, I think it was late 90s, early 2000s? What? And she wrote this song or the whole album on, I think it was the first thing she wrote on the album. So, um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean,. This was interesting. I really like this right from the get-go. And I'm not familiar, certainly not familiar with the Bjork song. I hadn't heard of that at all. I've heard of Into a Forest by um by the Cure. A Forest. A Forest, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, a Forest by the Cure. And I've probably heard it twice in my life.
2: Really?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not oh, familiar yeah? with it at oh. all. It's one of those classics that Cure fans know and love, but it's never I don't think it was ever a single, was it?
2: Uh pass because it's very early i think it might have Mm. been the single actually okay before they
1: sort of made it big yeah yeah so these were two brand new songs to me and they're both cracking songs and uh, i think it works really well but i wanted to find out a bit more about it so i went on the uh, tinternet and i was amazed to see the reviews were absolutely slaughtered it one review site where it had an average score of 1.3 out of five Rated by users. People were aghast. It's almost
0: could be sacrilege. Yeah.
2: Lee put this on the playlist and he put on yeah. another one as well, which is yeah. um, pictures of you i think robert smith's got a project on the go which is kind of remixes of loads oh, of Kyo songs right. okay so what i was going to say was listen to that then i think that's a demo version of a forest that they've used as well it's not the original the guitar doesn't no, sound like no. that. and the vocal line doesn't go like that it's acoustic guitar isn't it this is
1: what threw me is because it didn't sound like what i like vaguely Remembered I'd heard. I really like that though.
2: Unless they've literally remade it because Rob Smith's been involved and he's remade it from scratch,
1: re-recorded it. Yeah. Do you think Bjork might have been involved?
2: I guess, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah. Maybe she invited him over to a island and, and maybe uh, maybe he got lost in her forest. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: that time of the night. Stick around, guys. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I'm don't. not a massive fan of Bjork, and that's not forest for me i might agree with those one point tours it doesn't do it for me i don't know why i love the forest and i've recently become a really big cure fan after going to Mm. see them
1: i I can understand it to be honest i hate the idea of uh of what what do you call it when you i hate the idea absolutely just does not you know I'm, i'm not even keen on remixes to be honest
2: I think you've got to take them as what they are, though, haven't you? You don't think you can get precious about the originals of no. the things that are used. I think you've just got to take it as what it is. Yeah, so
0: two, two out of three ain't bad there, stoogie. <laughs> There's a song in that. Yeah, it's not a good one, though. Lonely, <laughs> lonely, uh Number one for you this yes. February 23. This...
2: Well, we'll talk more afterwards, but this was the one standout track that was always gonna be gonna be there. They're fast becoming one of my favourite bands, I've got to say.
0: Um They're very much like Radiohead in the sense that they're talented musicians.
2: They are becoming my new Radiohead and I thought they would. They Sort of can do no wrong, and then when I say that, I don't mean I'm being completely biased. I mean that mm. everything they do just seems mm. fucking great, you know? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's play it.
0: This is Squid and Swing. Open brackets in a dream. Close bracket. A squid with swinging a dream that was a grower for me I, on first listen when it first was on the list that it didn't grab me straight away i still don't think it's as good as the earlier stuff mm, i think it's better i think it's better yeah
1: <laughs> and i'll tell you for why i think musically they've all been really good and they're right up there with radiohead musically yes there's a lot going on um but i found the vocals irritating mm before i just thought they had a bit he's not the strongest vocalist and he was making up for it by just saying something singing a line and then singing it like an octave above and that yeah. just grated with me very quickly
2: yeah now as a as a band they've they've grown on me mm. i've still not seen them actually because they were a slow burn because of his vocal that used to annoy mm. me mm. um but i think once you get over that you realise that yeah, there's a lot going on and there's a lot to like. But that single, if that's um, you know, if the rest of the new albums and things like that, I'll be well. Up
0: because, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of the vocal, the vocal on that is my bugbear. And um, when he at the end, when he comes to the end of the chorus, and he goes, and swing inside a dream, and and all I can do is script him. It seems really lazy that script him. That's me being picky, man. But Very. script grit him. I don't know. That's me. That's me. That's just. I'm just giving you my opinion, man. Sure, that's
2: not just your Wi-Fi.
0: Screw <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, yeah. Uh, look, uh, it's it's still it still is a great track. Well, I, I, I guess that's a kind of a half a thumbs up from me and a thumbs up from everyone else. I
2: bet uh, it'll grow on you, Jamie. Will. <laughs> yeah.
0: So finally, my number one for this month, and Stooky you're coming in at the top again. Mm. Um, BC Camplight, the last rotation of Earth. This song, it just, it's for me, it's like the perfect kind mm. of indie pop rock tune. Real earworm stuff, isn't it? Earworm, well crafted, great lyrics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just have a listen and, and see yeah. what you think. BC Camplight and the last rotation of. I uh-huh.
4: to the kitchen floor, great conversation. In RSD and our Stevie Moore, I got stuff to do, but not enough. I've been uh,
3: uh. I say hi to Peter, the birdie that checks on. How you doing? I say, haven't you heard? I'm just hanging around.
0: camp like with the last rotation of earth and i've been waiting to say this ever since i heard this song i love the spin that he put on the name hit the drum roll only i love to spin do you get it uh the last rotation no. how long does the earth spin for 24 hours that's a day it's the last day on earth and it? it's the last day on earth okay <laughs> is that too uh, abstract for you
1: it was an unnecessarily, uh, you've thought about it far too much, basically. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's fair enough. It's a good point. It's a good point. It, that's what he is basically saying.
0: Um, that, that really reminds me of something. I don't know what I was thinking. Is it Billy Joel? It's the the piano. Uh, As I was
1: listening to that that piano thinking, how's that? It doesn't sound like he's doing something so unusual. It sounds like it should have already existed. Yeah. But I can't think of anything that it, it, it you know...
2: It's so familiar,
1: yeah.
2: I must admit, I'm not a massive fan of his, but are you not? No, I know he's been around a while and stuff.
1: He's he's a local lad for you, really, isn't he?
2: Well, he lives there, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, American, American isn't he? originally, yeah. but
1: yeah, it's his adopted home.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's um, another one of Mark Riley's mates, but doesn't quite literally. I mean, he's clearly a good songwriter, isn't he? That's he's mm. brilliant. Great writing, and the, you, you write the lyrics are great in that song. But I must admit, I've also, even though I shortlisted that, I've heard it too much. Matt Riley plays it every other night.
0: Oh, uh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> It's a song that I go back to all the time, and I'll play and play and play, Yeah, and I I haven't got sick of it yet.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you, actually, Alani, if it gets played on Radio 6. I just don't listen to Radio 6. I
2: couldn't say whether it gets played on other uh, shows.
1: Right, okay. Because, to to me, he deserves to be a household name. (sighs) Yes. If only all pop music were as good as that. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. Absolutely. And he's still probably a bit of a fringe act. You know, if he went oh, to Glastonbury, would in a side tent, wouldn't he? And oh, probably oh, yeah, get a few yeah. hundred yeah. people or something. He's he's too good for that. The guy's got so many ideas and so many hooks in his all his songs. It's the craftsmanship, isn't it? It's it is the, you it's know. superb yeah, you really craft songs. Songcraft, and yeah. I love well crafted songs. So anyway, I've said my piece.
0: Right. It's time for What's Up your, What's Up your, What's Up
3: your, What's Up your
0: Right then, so
1: Stooky, you have first dibs. Right, what haven't we played? So Pet by Froyline. Um Picking Up Pieces by Philip Selway. There we go, I'm going to say Chris.
2: That's a great tune, isn't
1: it? it? It is a really good tune. And I've, I've sort of said before, his, his songs are let down by his singing.
2: I like the album. I honestly do like the album. His songs are so, a
1: bit like Squid. The instrumentation mm. is worth it. So it doesn't need the best singing in the world. So Witchcraft, Defcon Lawless and The Band of Skulls, one of your ads, J-Mac. woo thank you. Uh, Dream Catching Song. Now now I'm interested by this because it's by Thomas Trout, Budgie and Mother Superior. Budgie was a band that I was briefly into probably for a few weeks in my early teens when I was really into sort of rock and heavy metal and stuff. They were a Welsh uh, band from the 70s. Is it that
2: Budgie or is it Budgie as in the drummer of and the Bunchies?
1: Ah, I don't know.
2: I-, I couldn't tell you. It might be the
1: band. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. It's one or the other. But in any case, some, some old dude or old dudes. <laughs> well, yeah. All exactly. the old dudes. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a
1: song in there, isn't there? All the young dudes. (laughs) Right. What I'm going to go for, though, possibly controversially, is the track by Father John Misty called The Next 20th Century. Right, and here we
0: go then. Father John Misty in The Next 20th Century.
4: My ancestors had for yours. Now we've got all the love to pay for, like a thousand different wars.
0: We're a bit Brian May then <laughs> <laughs> bloody hell Brian May put in a blender maybe do you got a slow bpm this month didn't you
1: have I uh well last month I went for the uh the fast ones so yeah I've gone for the slow ones
0: now it's a nice tune and and I remember that cropping up actually thinking oh that caught me out um what do you think of it Lowney?
2: um it didn't get
0: shortlisted. Just kind of passed you by. It or... kind of
2: passed me by, yeah. Um... Are you a fan of
0: Father John Misty's previous stuff? Or... <sighs> no. I not really say one way or the other. No, no, I'm not. Agnostic. That, that was quite good. What did you particularly
1: love about it, Stuke? Everything, really. Uh, I thought it was a really cool vibe. I like a lot of space in music. Yeah. I like his vocal delivery, interesting lyrics... Um, and the fact that it just goes mad there, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like not even halfway through, it just goes mad for about 30, 40 seconds. And then it goes back down. And then goes back down. And I uh, yeah. think I like it. It's just keeping it interesting. Are you a
0: fan A fan of his before? No, yeah. I, I've
1: never, like uh, Lanny said, I'm pretty agnostic. I've heard various things. They've come on, you know, either on Jules Holland or whatever, or on Spotify, and nothing's really grabbed me. But he's quite a big name, though, isn't he? He's pretty well known, I think.
2: I don't know. He's indie, isn't he? He's, he's indie, high... indie, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had best part of a million listens he, on that track,
0: which is probably quite high for us. God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> far too popular for us, Duke. Well, thank you very much. Lowney, onto yours now, Your Hidden Sleeve and honourable mentions, please. few honourable mentions. Song About Love, English Teacher,
2: really surprised me. I'm sort of fairly indifferent to them normally. Pavlov's Dog, Anaby Savage, was a good one. Mm. Um, The Gift by Sarah Bastuchek, which is something I put on, was good. Noble Rot, that's something of Shane's. Another one of Shane's, Miss Tiny, uh, with the sound. But I'm going to go with one of stookies because I keep going back to this, and it's "The Flame" by Tamino. Ah, uh, oh uh, uh, yeah, I like this. Yeah, obviously. Ah. This was almost in my top four as well.
0: But here we go then. This is Tamino with "The Flame." Right. Um, I've got to be honest. That one just totally passed me by. Off. But um, it definitely builds up. I, 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 I do like a bit of eastern, kind of Arabian, a bit of Tina Warren. Do,
1: do, do you think that sounds to me? It sounds a bit radioheadish. They're very
0: radioheadish <laughs> and very Tommy York.
1: Even yeah, his voice. Yeah, he yeah. obviously yeah. sings in a lower register, but yeah. when Tommy York does sing that though, yeah, very yeah. similar style. Yeah. I tell you what, it's, it cracks me up about that biog there. So. Um, Belgian singer Tomino is a pop star for our times. Um, Below a picture of him playing a lute.
2: (laughs) Uh, Watch out, Sting. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, No, but that was great. That was great. I really, really enjoyed that. It was one that I kept going back to.
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah, thanks for that, and. Or me, even. (laughs) Or you, even. Sorry. (laughs) It's, it's late, man. But yeah, so my hidden sleep, I'll, I'll go into my moral mentions. There was there was a lot. I, I actually felt that February was uh, quite a strong month. The men, hard living, I think you put that on, Um uh, BSA Day Objections. This one, uh, Umpeyama Mass, um, really like that. Tree Speak, that was so close to getting into my... Um, yes, good one. Top three, yeah. Uh, Archie Branson outfit, I hadn't heard them since like, early 2000s not the twos have got the william love day intention the arborist bad pelicans philip selway popped up again and um a couple of songs with frank in the name yeah of i was frank about to say him.
1: surely you'd go for i'm frank or dirty <laughs> frank dirty frank go on. dirty frank that was awful uh, actually wasn't it
0: yeah that's terrible song Don't play that. No. However, I'm going to go with a song that I believe Woody actually put on as well. Yeah, so this is Django Django and Self Esteem with Complete... A nice one to end the show to keep it upbeat um yeah and that was Lee B that um that of, added course, that. It no was. <laughs> of course it was <laughs> they are
2: local I think aren't they Django Django I don't a Manchester thing
0: I've been to see them with, with Woody I think that's when I got confused I've done an Enemy awards tour like years right. and years ago but I love Django Django they're, they're great
1: I've heard a few tracks by Django Django which I like but that didn't sound like Django Django that I've heard before
0: no, they can change. They were a guitar kind of focus band, but they've gone yeah, yeah. quite. I might say left field, but yeah, they're were... right.
1: that sounded quite sort of eighties. That did, you know. I like almost, almost Shaka yeah. Khan <laughs> yeah. feel
0: for you, you know, that's yeah. without but, um, the massive reverb. I really liked her vocals on that, This as well, she's, her voice was quite mm, nice. I don't good.
2: know much of her stuff. Do you? Have either of you heard any of her stuff? I
1: I haven't. She's won a Brit Award, I think. Yeah, she's pretty big, isn't she? She's been on Jules Holland and that. Um,
0: Yeah. Right, and anyway, it was lovely to see you guys again. And um, that was the end of February 23. Come back (laughs) next month. For more (laughs) exciting
1: adventures.
0: That's it. Play the tune out, (laughs) Lowney. See you now.
1: Cheers,
0: mate.
2: Cheers, bye.
3: driving head to town Can't see or hear Kill communication Stepping up the grid Just to let me know Too many got my time
1: One to listen to, just kind of like stick the headphones on or the earbuds or whatever, and just lay down, yeah. You know, pants off your eyes. (laughs) What do you say, pants off?
0: (laughs) Jesus, I like it, but not that much. (laughs) You know, just have an old scratch. Are you leaving that
2: in? I don't Um, know. (laughs)